Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo. We're going to start with news that I, I did not want to sit here and announce. But as we know, UFC 295, the main event has been scrapped, sadly. I'm devastated, Mojo. It's a fight I wanted to see so badly. John Jones, many people's mind, the greatest MMA fighter ever against your friend Stipe Miocic, in many people's mind, the greatest UFC heavyweight fighter ever. And we were going to settle some things on November 11th at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Here is the UFC president, Dana White, announcing the awful news. What's up, everybody? Here we are again. You know, John Jones was training last night, got injured. He was wrestling, and he tore the tendon that connects your pec to the bone, off the bone. Eight months, going to need surgery. He's out. So there was Mojo. It was a quick announcement, but just like that, UFC 295 gone instead, and it's a good fight, but it's not John Jones and it's not Stipe, but instead we have uh, Sergey Pavlovich taking on Tom Aspinall. Those are two guys who are ranked in the top four of the heavyweight division. So a fight I'm going to watch and I'm looking forward to, Mojo, but I, I'll tell you, I am so bummed about this John Jones fight. I really am. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I, I've seen Sergey fight in, in person, massive human being yeah. in Incredible fighter. I mean, this is somebody who is going to be in the championship discussion yep, probably yep. right after this fight. Um, so yep. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be a bad fight by any means. Yep. It's just this, this sucks for any fight fan, right? I mean, we yep. were finally going to get an answer as to who the undisputed goat is. Yep. I mean, Statistically, Stipe is the GOAT of the heavyweight division. He has the record for most heavyweight title defenses. Right, I mean, and John's only 1-0. John's had one heavyweight fight against Cyril God. I mean, he dominated it, but it's just one fight. Exactly. And then you have the other people that'll say that John Jones is the overall GOAT of uh, the UFC. Yeah. So put them together, and this was going to be a dream matchup. Yeah. At Madison Square Garden, I mean, this literally had all the makings for a lifetime kind yeah. of fight. I will say, though, this injury for John Jones, for me, these things kind of had to be expected at some point for him to do just this massive weight gain and jump up to the heavyweight division. It's almost like things were going too smoothly. When you pack on that weight, that is when those injuries are possible. When you really push your body past its threshold. I mean, I can relate to that firsthand from when I was a defensive lineman right. in the NFL. I mean, that the body wasn't meant to be that right. big, prove that quickly. And John Jones is as athletic as they come. So 
absolutely devastating that this happens. You got to feel for both John Jones and Stipe. You know how bad they wanted this fight. And uh, we had all the momentum in the world going into it. Yeah, unfortunately, and uh, people who follow the fight game know this. It's not like a, a football team where you have injuries, but the game still happens. And in fighting, if you're not healthy enough to get in the cage, you can't have the fight. And like you said, Mojo, I I think it's not just John, but Stipe, too, who's devastated. None of us are getting any younger. Stipe's 41 years old. John's 36 years old and obviously will be a year older if they do end up fighting next year. That all being said, I hope it happens, Mojo. I think it'd, it'd be such a shame if we never got to actually see this fight after we've been talking about it for such a long time now. So you hope John recovers. And you hope uh, we finally get to see this thing, although a year later than we all thought. He came into this world as the son of a coach, but in these playoffs, he became the Lakers' daddy. Vincent on top. Also in the contest is Maxwell Lewis. Young players. Who's your daddy? <laughs> this is you. This is your fault. <laughs> we gotta go there and go and this is what you started. <laughs> Mojo, that was last night. Denver Nuggets playing the first game of the NBA season, the NBA opener against the Los Angeles Lakers in Denver. Now, big night for the defending champions because they got their championship rings. More on that in a second. But first, let's talk about that chant. Now, it goes back to that first clip that we saw, Mojo. That first clip, and there was a guy in the background that was not Jamie Kennedy from Malibu's Most Wanted. That was uh, Mike Malone, the head coach of the Denver uh, Nuggets. And I guess they showed at the end they are still actually, in fact, the Lakers' daddy. Now, uh, talking about these rings, Mojo, Jason of Beverly Hills is one of the one of, one of the most well-known jewelers. And when it comes to these championship rings, he is, he is the guy. He is the king. There are other companies that do it, but, but he has such unique rings, and, and this one is no exception to that rule. So, um, I mean, what do you want to start with, Mojo? You're talking about, uh, you know, 16 carats worth of diamonds, 16 carats worth of sapphires. By the way, that represents the 16 wins on the way to the championship. But this ring has... Some features that we have never seen in a ring before, Mojo. So it actually has a compartment that opens up that reveals a mini championship ring. I think we're going to be able to see it here on this video. So watch that, Mojo. So it actually slides out and you've got the big 2023 banner with the Larry O'Brien trophy. You also have on the top of this ring, uh, there is a little lever that changes the look at that. It actually changes the background color of the ring mojo and you know they make these things for every sport every year jason somehow comes up with these unique concepts and i i really think that ring's pretty darn cool this might be the coolest championship ring out of any that i've ever seen and we say it every segment how are you possibly going to be better than all the crazy rings that we've seen somehow they always find a way but this time they really did i mean this is way too cool man this is number one for me best ring ever hands down 
Coming up next, the Patriots have been a mess so far this season, but they did get a huge win on Sunday. We're going to catch up with the great Rob Gronkowski. Lots of people were calling for Bill Belichick's job. Now they just beat the Bills. Uh, Gronk responding next on CMC Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, we talked about it earlier in the week. The New England Patriots, they got a big win at home against the Bills. Last-minute touchdown. They badly, badly needed a win here, Mojo. They're still 2-5, and five, and they're not going anywhere this season, but they needed to get this win, and they did. Let's face it, you had some people who had actually begun calling for Bill Belichick's job. Yeah, actually wanted Bill to get fired. Thought he lost it, Mojo. We uh, then, Mojo, were very fortunate to actually run into a guy who might be the second greatest player that as a head coach, Bill Belichick, has ever coached, uh, your great friend Rob Gronkowski. We ran into Gronk Mojo at LAX this week, just days after the Patriots got the W. We asked him about it. People tried to write off his coach. Here is the great Rob Gronkowski. Do the fans, like, you know, and the critics need to give them a break? You know, they'll bounce back, that's for sure. Uh, they always do. That win last week versus the Buffalo Bills, that was huge. To have that game-winning drive. Yeah. To show that they got some resilience. You know, that that's big for a program that was 1-5. So they could definitely build off that momentum now and do a little damage this year. So we'll see. You think you think people need to give Bill a break? You think he could? He, he's the guy to, to, to keep at the helm? Uh, he'll keep it together, that's for sure. He always yeah. does. Uh, he, there's one thing that he taught us is to always block out the outside noise. So I'm 100% sure that's what he's doing. But, you know, he grinds, he works. He'll always find a way. And uh, they're just going through a rough patch right now. I'm sure they're going to bounce back. Yeah, I mean, look, when it comes to Bill Belichick's job, I mean, he could go 0 for 17 this year. <laughs> when you win as many titles as he did, he yeah. can he can get a free pass on one season when he's been a I created agree. a dynasty in New England. That That's my opinion. We've talked a lot about that. Um, Rob knowing him firsthand, I mean, even just being – Rob's friend while he played for the Patriots. I mean, he used to talk all the time about tuning out outside distractions, staying focused on the team and blocking out all of the noise. So not surprised that those lessons uh, have stayed with Rob and are still lessons that are preached inside of uh, Bill Belichick's locker room. Um, a win is a good thing. I'm actually in New England right now. You can see how much people needed this win this week, yeah. especially over a division rival like Buffalo, who's done exceedingly well yeah. in, in recent years. So two and five, 
they'll they'll get some more wins this year. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe they don't. It's probably an uphill battle yeah. to uh, to get that spot. It's going to be a down year overall. But uh, yeah, as far as the Super Bowl run, I, I just don't see it. Um, that, that's me personally. No, yeah, I think you're right, Mojo, and it's a good point. I, look, I think the Giants were in that same point. They had the same record. And you can't go one and six. Two and five is a lot better. And at least you can see a path to getting back to 500, and then you go from there. But, yeah, one and six would not have been doable. I thought they were going to get smoked by the Bills, I'll be honest. But not what happened. They got the win and uh, looking to go two straight this weekend. Stay tuned. When TMZ Sports returns, Chandler Jones has had a turbulent past few weeks and things only got worse with his most recent arrest. The body cam footage from the police who were on the scene first. Very, very bizarre scene. That's next on DMC Sports. Welcome back to TMC Sports, Mike, Mojo, and Edward. Fellas, uh, we've been talking about Chandler Jones a lot on the show over the last couple of weeks. He's uh, He's been going through it. You might remember back in September, he was arrested in the Las Vegas area for violating a temporary protective order that was put in place where Chandler was essentially ordered to stay away from an ex-girlfriend. Well, you know, we reported on that story. We know he was arrested. But now we actually have body-worn police footage from that night. And I don't know how else to describe it but to say it was an incredibly bizarre situation where Chandler Jones said some really strange and some really out there things. You hope the guy's okay. Take a look. There's no seatbelt then? Alright, what's this one? I want you to take me out. Alright. Thank you, Mr. Jones. I appreciate it. Can you take me out? Yeah, you can take me out, right? Yeah, alright. Alright, face the vehicle, alright? Go ahead. Give me your arms, alright? I don't think I got your name. What's your name? Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones? Cardinals, number 55. Oh, alright. Oh, yeah, I recognize. Yeah, I think I recognize you now. All right. Yeah, just uh, can you throw your other leg on? All right. Uh, Sir, oh, can you get any more? Or? No, I'm so sorry. Look, look at me. Oh, oh. happy, bro. All right, I'm, uh, I'm at 112 seconds. I'm thinking of Raiders. All right. Well, because I need, yeah, I need to get, well, let me at least get the belt around you. I mean, sir, can you take, take me to jail, sir? Because I'll make louder noise and make a sheriff come down here. I'll, this officer. Let's not do that, okay? Take me to jail now, or I'll make louder noise. Go ahead, take me to jail. Put them in the back. All right. The key. Uh, no. Hey. Hey. Oh, my God. Hey, Chandler. I need help. All right. Help! Give him the key. Give him the key. Here. Hey. Give him the key. All right. Give him the key. Okay. okay He's going with you. Take me to jail. He's going with you. You take me to jail. Oh, watch out. Ouch. All right. You. All right. Is that better? I'm a millionaire. From start to finish, from when the officers initially made contact to him and from the end where they actually took him to jail, it was about 30 minutes. And, and it went on like this for basically all 30 minutes. And during it, he made some random bizarre requests too. I mean, when he first pulled up to him, he was like, take me out of the car. And then he asked, can you take off my hat? Can you itch my nose? Can you pull up my shirt? Can you give me the key to the car so my ex can't get it? Can you take my dog inside? I mean, it was just the most bizarre interaction I've seen on a body-worn camera. And we've obviously done this a lot over the years since I've been here. So he was eventually charged with two counts of violating a temporary protective order and what's worse 
worse for him is about a couple weeks later on October 17th, he violated the temporary protective right. order again after cops say he texted his ex, which is against the temporary protective order. So he was arrested once again. So uh, there's going to be body cam footage of that as well. I'm assuming it's going to be just as bizarre. And, and like you said, Babcock, you just hope that he's okay. Yeah, I, I and and Moja, you you can talk to this much better, obviously knowing him, but I. I, I heard him say, and maybe it was maybe it was just a mistake that he made, but he, he said, I play for the Cardinals. Obviously, he was a member of the Raiders at the time. He doesn't play for the Cardinals anymore. Also said he was a millionaire and, and said he had 112 sacks. This, I assume, is not in line with what you have seen and what you know Chandler to be as a person in, in day-in, day-out life, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I've had some great times with Chandler over the years, especially when he was playing for the Patriots. You know, I'd, I'd go to visit Rob, see him on my off days when he was playing, and almost always Chandler was there. There's the video of us oh, all together are. anyways. Um, but Chandler was always a good dude. I mean, he was so easygoing, so fun, so hilarious, never got into trouble, always did the right things, was just unbelievably respectful to everybody so that's why I like seeing these videos man it's heartbreaking to see a friend going through a tough time and you know when you're in the league for a long time like playing over a decade and all the shots he's a lineman let's let's not forget that I mean he is making contact just about every single way in a major way so all the shots to the head and your body breaking down it's just it's tough towards the end of your career man it can um almost put you in a, a mental crisis of of some sorts just between the constant beatings and wondering what's coming next and the trades and having to you know uproot your life and move so many times it can put players in a bad place and you know seeing this footage um it, it's it's definitely different than how I remember seeing him, of, yeah. of course. Uh, hearing some of these things, though, I mean, shoot, I, I've never been arrested. I've never sat in a cop car. I can't imagine, you know, being handcuffed with my arms behind my back. I mean, getting the cramps in your back, which was something that he complained about. I mean, these are probably real things. I mean, athletes are never properly hydrated from all the workouts and things. If you're if you catch a bad cramp, it's almost like going into a seizure. It can be unbelievably painful trying to get them out. Now you're thrashing and screaming. I mean, these situations can get uh, pretty problematic. But again, hard to see a, a friend in a tough place. Yeah, bottom line, look, he's an incredibly talented football player. We know that. I think po people would agree he's got a lot left. But even if he doesn't play anymore, Chandler Jones is still only 33 years old. And you hope the guy is is able, if he needs it, to get some help and to live a, a productive and a, a happy life. Because you know, put football aside, he's he's still a young guy altogether. And you, yeah, you just you hope he's okay. Welcome back to TMC Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, it's the most controversial play in the entire NFL. You've got. People saying it should be illegal. Other people saying, no, it shouldn't be illegal. The tush push. That's what it's been <laughs> called. Uh, of course, uh, used in short yarded situations often, you know, like fourth and inches. And you've got the line, you've got the quarterback, and then you've got people behind the quarterback. And everybody pushes forward. And a lot of people push forward on the quarterback. And you hope he obviously uh, advances and, and gains what in most cases is a first down. A lot of people, Mojo, have made the point that this could be potentially dangerous for the quarterback. You've got a lot of pressure on his back. You've got these big pileups. And people have said, Mojo, we've got to protect the signal callers here. Well, we had a conversation with somebody who uh, knows a little something about playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Chris Long, we asked him, Mojo, hey, should the tush push 
be illegal or not illegal. He had a strong feeling. Listen, like the NFL, it's funny to me because they're all about optics. And, you know, like I think at one point it was it's, you know, the sentiment was almost only you can run it. It's unfair. Other teams tried to run it. They've had issues with it. The Giants got a couple guys hurt doing it. That's the twisting of the knife in division. They're trying to copy the team at the top of division. You get guys hurt doing it. But I think now they've pivoted to player safety and the way that it looks, which to me is funny. Um, it's an inherently dangerous game. I know it probably feels like that scene in Star Wars where they're in the trash compactor in there. I feel I think that's what J- Jason Kelsey feels like Chewbacca in there. And if you don't like it, stop it. Draft bigger guys. Um, the Eagles running it looks totally different than the Niners running it or some other team. And I think people are just mad. And Philly, nobody likes us. We don't care. Well, Josh, say the Giants did try it, and two of their linemen were injured on that one play. And Tad insult to injury. Yeah, they did not get the first down. So yeah, I mean, I don't worry about the quarterbacks and the tush push. I worry about the linemen right. underneath the pile. With, Good point. You know, four people on either side just oh. pushing into them. I mean, that's a brutal spot to be in. And I was a nose guard when I played football. So I know that was, that was my job right there, dead center to defend the tush push. And it's not easy. Um, that being said, I mean, Chris long playing for the Eagles. Of course, he's going to be in support of this because it's his team doing well, but Chris was also a defensive lineman. I mean, this is a hard play for a defensive lineman to stop when you're taking on double teams already. And now you got to, think of like triple teams or, you know, quadruple teams to, to stop the ball. I mean, this play does not favor uh, the defense whatsoever, no. but I agree. I mean, football is a physical game. This is what you sign up for. I don't see it as being anything illegal. Injuries will happen. If you don't like it, don't call it or learn how to defend it. That simple. Could not agree more. Boja, we have got to go. We are out of time. We've got a good one tomorrow, though. Uh, Tony Stewart is one of the greatest drivers. I, I don't care what it is. If it's got four wheels, Tony Stewart can drive it fast and he can win races. Of course, a three-time NASCAR champion, an IndyCar champion, and now, Mojo, he's driving these dragsters that are going something like 300 miles an hour. Uh, he is an NHRA driver and a team owner. He is going to be competing in Los Angeles in a couple of weeks. And tomorrow, Mojo, Tony's going to come down. I'm going to sit with him. And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk a bunch about racing, some very interesting things. So, uh, and we might even race. Yeah, we might even race outside. It doesn't, well, that doesn't happen. But, you know. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. Thank goodness Tony Stewart's in. I was going to say it's going to be hard to top the tush push. Yeah. But with Tony in studio with you, Babcock, that should make tomorrow the best show since today.